In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three main non-money things that I did and I'm currently doing to make my wealth building journey easier because it wasn't always a walk in the park for me and I'm sure you can relate, okay? <laughs> so make sure you stick around to the end so you can figure out some ways to make your wealth building journey easier for you. <laughs> you just have to build wealth where you are. Welcome to episode six of That Finance Chick, where I help the overthinking, procrastinating perfectionist woman build wealth where they are so they can achieve freedom and minimize money confusion. I am your host, Atiqua, aka That Finance Chick. I hope you are having a fantastic day or night whenever you're watching or listening to this. Today for me has been a day full of reflection because I was looking over some numbers and I was looking over, you know, systems. And I realized how far I've come on my money and business journey. And woo, <laughs> it's a night and day difference. And I would love to share with you three main things that I did to help make this journey so much easier for me now. Because when I started, it was a mess. Oh, Lord, it was a mess. <laughs> but it's not so much of a mess now. So let me go ahead and share with you three main non-money things that I do to make my journey a lot easier. Now, as we talked about last episode, people are always trying to just solely focus on the money aspect of their wealth building journey. And we know that there are things outside of money that control whether or not our journey is going to be difficult or if it's going to be simple for us. <laughs> And I realized that when I started to implement the three things that we're going to talk about today, things became a lot clearer and easier for me to manage because I was able to get out of my own way now that I had an idea of what was causing my issues. So the first thing that I started to do was go to therapy. <laughs> I know therapy is a unique topic to discuss, but you know, a lot of times when people have a hard time reaching their money goals and they've tried every strategy, every budgeting method, everything under the sun in regards to reaching their goals and they still can't do it, oftentimes there's a mental block that has something to do with, you know, past trauma or something like that. And therapy is a great tool to help you, you know, get past that block. It was for me and it still is for me. I recently found a new long-term therapist, and if you're someone who's looking for one, I actually found my therapist from Instagram on a page called Black Female Therapist, and I went through their directory. Finding a black woman therapist was a priority of mine this time around because I don't want to have to educate <laughs> non-black people or a non-black woman on certain aspects of upbringing that someone in the culture or in my culture would have automatically known because we've essentially lived the same life, right? <laughs> but going to a therapist, finding a therapist has been a game changer for me because you never realize how certain things affect how you deal with your finances. Um, you know, how people always say, oh, I'm stressed out. I, I have to go do some retail therapy, which is not a thing, by the way. But oftentimes that retail therapy is a coping mechanism for maybe them not being able to afford things when they were younger or, you know, some way, shape or form spending money was always therapeutic or that's how they saw their mom coping with issues that she was having in the home, something like that. But 
therapy helps you move past a lot of the things that are causing you issues on your money journey. And even if you're someone who hasn't gone through traumatic experiences like I have or as traumatic experiences as I have, you know, going to therapy still can be very helpful because our day-to-day lives as adults are stressful as heck. <laughs> you know, between working and dealing with microaggressions in corporate America, if you work corporate America, you know, the things that we are being fed on social media and what we're consuming Um, Those things take root into our mental and our subconscious, and it does affect how we deal with life and money. Um, So even if you're someone who hasn't gone through something crazy in life, you know, our day-to-day life is a lot to to deal with. And sometimes talking those things out with people will make a world of difference when it comes to your wealth building journey. The second thing that made a huge difference for me and that I somewhat still kind of struggle with, but I am still working on it on a day-to-day basis, is focusing on my own lane and on my own race. You know, when you get on social media, you see everybody doing amazing things and you can't help but to compare your journey sometimes. Like, for example, I'll take this podcast, for example, right? You know, this is technically episode six, but I found myself comparing my podcast to someone who had 200 episodes. How am I comparing my chapter six to someone's chapter 200, right? It becomes super stressful and unfair to you. And I realize it's been a great tool or a great resource for me to just kind of talk how I'm feeling out loud. Like, girl, okay, yes, I know that you want to get here one day, but you don't know what it took for that person to get here. You only see what they are wanting you to see. And again, you're only on episode six. They have episode 250. Like you can't do that to yourself. Focus on your lane. When you focus on your lane, you become a lot more driven and you become a lot more focused. And when you are focused, you reach your destination a lot further. It's like when you are driving on the highway, right? How can you get to your destination safely (laughs) and with the least amount of casualties as possible if you are constantly looking over to your right lane to figure out what that next person is doing, but you're not focused on what's coming up in front of you? How are you going to be able to reach your destination if you're constantly always trying to nitpick what you're not doing compared to what somebody else is doing? You're not going to be able to. So I have really gotten to the point where I have been mindful of how I talk about myself, talk about my process, talk about my progress, talk about where I am on this journey when it comes to my wealth building and when it comes to my business, right? I just focus on minding my own business at this point. (laughs) It's okay to be happy for other people who reach certain milestones in their life, but you also have to be mindful of not to compare yourself to the milestone that they just shared with the world because you don't know what it took for them to get to this point. So minding your business (laughs) goes a long way, okay? It, It really does. And it's a lot less stressful for you too when you just really focus on who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. And then the next thing that I did to make my wealth building journey a lot easier for me to manage is create a system for myself, right? So when I say that I help the overthinking, procrastinating, perfectionist woman build wealth where they are so they can achieve freedom and minimize money confusion, I help those women because that's me. (laughs) That's who I am. 
And I know because I am a recovering overthinker, procrastinator, and perfectionist that in order for me to reach my goals a lot quicker and in order for me to be focused, I need to have step-by-step instructions. I need to have no fluff, okay? And I need to have a structure. If I have those three things, anything I set my mind to, I accomplish because I can focus on steps one, and two and three. I don't have to keep, you know, trying to wing everything. My wealth building system that I've created for myself and now that I teach other people about has allowed me to reach milestones that I never thought that I would have gotten to if it wasn't for this system. I ended up creating it because like I said, as someone who is a recovering OPP, <laughs> uh, I needed that structure and Everybody had different ways of handling their finances. That just did not work for me. Um, It was, oh, you have to focus on debt and then bounce around to income and then bounce around to your savings. And I'm like, that makes no sense. It's unorganized and it's really messing me up, okay? I need to figure out what is going to make the most sense for how my brain works, how my financial goals are set up, and what my timeline is looking like, right? So I ended up creating a 10-step wealth building system called the DIME method, design your money effectively. We literally design everything else in our life, so I was like, we might as well design our finances. (laughs) This system has single-handedly changed the game for me financially because, ooh, when I say it was a mess when I started, I'm not even exaggerating. And this is coming from someone who was working in the financial industry ever since I was 16. Wealth building... I've learned is a lot of take what you need and leave what you don't. And a lot of the financial talking heads out here will put all of the things on your plate and expect you to take it all in when you really don't need it all. I'll never forget one day (laughs) I did a post on Instagram and I was talking about when you are starting your wealth building journey and you start from scratch Just go ahead and X everything that you've been learning over this past however long because oftentimes you might not even need the information you've been hoarding anyway. Information overload leads to you feeling stuck financially. And I just needed something that was going to get me to the point with as little work and resistance as possible. And just to give you a rundown of how I've created my system Step one starts with income because you can't build wealth without income, obviously. Then we go to your goals and your plans. Then mindset, because if your mind ain't right, your money ain't going to be right either, right? (laughs) Then we go to auditing, budgeting, saving, debt repayment, credit restoration, investing, and then, of course, discipline. Based off of how my mind works and how I would like my finances to look, making the system became a no-brainer for me. And if you are someone who needs structure, step-by-step instructions without the fluff, and you want to learn how to create your own wealth building system, all you need to do is text hashtag challenge to 201-258-3995. Over five days, I give you digestible content and easy to complete tasks that will help you create your starter wealth building system. I'll show you what a wealth building system is and why you need one, what goes into a wealth building system, which I kind of just gave you a sneak peek of it, and how to create your own using my 10-step DIME method, which again stands for design your money effectively. 
Normally the challenge is $97, but if you text hashtag challenge to 201-258-3995, you'll be able to join for 25% off. Now talk to me, okay? If you are watching this on YouTube, let me know down below, which one of these non-money activities do you think is going to help you on your wealth building journey or help you make your wealth building journey easier? If you're listening to this on the podcast and you're part of the text club, text me your response. I always love hearing from y'all. I've had someone reach out to me and said, I'm scared to text because I don't want to bother you. Why do you think I created the text club? Because I want you to text me. <laughs> so please tell me what your response is. I love hearing from you, especially when I know that you just listened to an episode. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. I really appreciate you and I'll catch you later. Bye.